This is the Iyer What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. On this podcast, we'll continue talking about the doshas with a focus on vata and pitta. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, well, hi, this is Mary and Jerry, and we're here today with Ayur What Now and talking about doshas. So, Jerry, last week we talked, we kind of started that concept of dosha and discovered that it was a bigger topic, that it couldn't really be held in just one podcast. Yeah, there was a lot of information there. Um, but we got, uh, I'm gaining a better understanding of doshas last week, and we introduced the ideas of Veda. Um, pita and kapha and how those are three different kinds of doshas or three areas where you'll look at your um, pairs of opposites and and sort of to better understand which category I guess with those it would fit into and those three categories being veda which sort of addresses movement and, I gotta uh, stop. Um, I gotta stop you for a sec because it's okay. vata. It's vata. 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 Okay. See? Vata and yeah, pitta. Yeah. Not like pitta, like the bread, but pitta. 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 And and kapha is and vata and kapha. Kapha with an F sound. That works fine. Some people say kapha with a like a p like a like a cup of coffee. They oh. might say they might say kapha, but kapha yeah. is fine. A lot of people say kapha as well. It kapha, depends. Like depending vata, upon what. And pita, no pita, 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 mm-hmm. pita, eh, eh. Okay, pita. Okay, good. I'm glad to to get that because I often mispronounce things. I'm sure people have noticed that in the uh, <laughs> podcast already. The number of spaces. Yeah. So the uh, uh, that uh, if I have this correct, dosha works through three um, kind of categories. Uh, that's the vata, which involves movement. And uh, uh, things that are moving, and uh, and using the um, pairs of opposites as, as categories there, and then eta is uh, more about your metabolism and and how you uh, uh, work with uh, uh, how your metabolism is processing things, and kapha is uh, a st- a stillness or structure. It has to do with um, yeah, I guess your your basic uh, um, musculoskeletal system, maybe. Uh, but it, and uh, and phlegm, I, I have. Uh, I remember phlegm was part of that. Maybe where it's a little bit thicker than bata. Yeah. Uh, where, where uh, but I, I so I have a loose idea that these are three categories of doshas, and when you're working with doshas, you you will see which one has maybe the highest priority, but people will probably have in, uh, a possible imbalance in any one of the three areas and possibly multiple ones. Is, is that close to being accurate? I think it's great. It's a great foundational start. And I think at this point, you know, more than 99% of Americans about the doshas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like being gentle with yourself as you learn this, because it's it's new and different stuff. Mm-hmm. The words vata, pitta, kapha, are Sanskrit words, because this, of course, all of Ayurveda comes from India, and it's the ancient language that was used there. And so they looked at these, the principles, the vata was about movement, and it comes from a word vayu, which is wind. And Mm -hmm. so if you looked inside the body, you might say gas, 
or any kind of movement that happens that's kind of you can't touch the movement but it's moving something you know that's the same thing with the wind i can't touch the wind but i might feel it moving mm -hmm. against me and then the pitta in the comes from the sanskrit word bile for bile and it's mm -hmm. about what does bile do well it breaks things down it's gonna break down fats in the body but we have pitta all around us and so everything that transforms or creates heat or light would be said to have some pitta dosha. So we'll talk more about that today because I think we talked some about vata last week. Yeah, yeah, we did. We introduced the vata to a little bit a larger extent. Okay. And then kapha comes from a Sanskrit word that means phlegm because they saw in the body it was kind of wet and heavy. And so that was something in the body. And mucus might be another, another term, kind of a, a less charged term than phlegm. Phlegm sounds kind of phlegmy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but the... The mucus is there. And then, um, as you mentioned, it's about stability and support and structure. And so that gets into, like like you mentioned, the musculoskeletal system has a lot of kapha qualities to it, or we'd like it to. We want it to be strong. We don't want it to be too dense or too heavy. So yeah, so you, you did a pretty good synopsis for, for the term dosha. And then looking at we're going to talk today a little bit more about pitta dosha, and then we'll probably do a third one that will talk a little bit more about kapha dosha. And then we're going to do a deep dive into each one of those doshas to say we've got this external energy of the dosha, which is um, in vata, the generality of movement and everything that moves has vata. Uh, but then there is also like, and what does that look like in our bodies? How, why do we say you have an imbalance in this or anything? So we'll get to all the the specifics of the dosha as we go forward. Okay. And so I think I think you did a great job in summarizing summarizing those three, and then we'll start talking about dosha again and about pitta. Okay. Um, and so the term dosha, as I said last time, it means fault, like something that can go out of balance. And any of the doshas has a way in which we've got homeostasis. For example, we've got the status quo, how something works when it's balanced. And then we have times when it goes out of balance. We have wind, for example, with vata that, you know, when the air is moving well, we don't, we hardly even notice it. We don't, we forget about the fact that there's air around us, or maybe there's a slight breeze and, oh, look, we notice it, but it's, it's no problem. And then we've got a hurricane or we've got a typhoon or we have a tornado and now the wind is crazy out of balance. <laughs> And it's yeah. going to create destruction. Yeah. So most of the time, what we strive for is normalcy, is to have everything around us exist in a state that we don't recognize as a state of imbalance. We look at it as we almost forget that it's there. You know, when the temperature is nice, we don't even think about it. When it's too hot or too cold, then we, we begin to notice it. So a dosha would be something that can go out of balance, but it doesn't have to, you know, it could be at a state of balance and normalcy and we'd like that. Okay. Okay. So pitta dosha, pitta being bile, but it's like, that's very taking it down to its minutiae is all that transformative aspect that exists around us. So we've got anything that can generate its own heat or its own light is said to have fire. Okay. So if I've got a candle, I think a candle is going to do two things. It's going to reproduce heat. That's going to 
warm up the environment around it, but it's also going to produce light, which is going to help me to dispel darkness. And fire does that. That's what the kind of the nature of fire. Now it's going to transform things. If I, I can cook with fire, I can clean with fire. I can um, see what it is I need to do because of fire. So fire gives me the capability of transformation. And Pitta has a lot of fire in it. So when we take those elements, fire is a big part of Pitta dosha. And mm-hmm. water is a small part. So it's a fire that can kind of be contained. All Each mm-hmm. of the doshas is said to be made up of two elements. We talked about the elements in previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. So if I go into the body, like we could look at, Digestive fluids, digestive acids mm-hmm. would be fire with water. There's a watery oh. component to it, but it's going to provide heat and transformation. Mm-hmm. Or in the mitochondria in the cell, it's because of the water and the fire that it's contained, contained in the water. I think the water helps to make it so that the fire doesn't go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that the fire doesn't yeah. burn everything up. Mm-hmm. So the pitta dosha is that energy of transformation that we have around us. So things that I'm looking out my window and I'm trying to think of where we see lots of fire and I'm, I don't see the sun, but I can certainly see the light from the sun. That would be a really great example of a, a Pitta type energetic. It's got all the transformational properties. It releases heat, it releases light. And if I get too close to it, I'm going to get burnt. Or or too long. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if I go to a planet, a planet doesn't produce any of its own heat. It's just like a rock. And so it mm. wouldn't have a lot of fire, nor would it have a lot of pitta dosha. And it would have earth. And mm-hmm. again, yeah. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that would have more kapha, would be, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, okay. Right. So it's, and that's a great tie in that we look at the elements. When we want to have an understanding of how much pitta is in something, how much pitta does exist in it, we might look at the the qualities, those pairs of opposites. Mm-hmm. And pitta is hot. Pitta is sharp. Pitta is fairly light. And um, it's going to be, it's got a little bit of watery component to it because it has that little bit of water. So I always say pitta is oily. Mm-hmm. So if I had a symptom or if I was looking at something and I was saying, wow, this is really oily, I would say it had a degree of pitta in it because pitta has that quality of oiliness. Okay. So now, confusing there. If I, if I was applying it to myself, mm-hmm. I would say the fact that I have gastritis and when I was younger, I had a problem with acne, I would have a strong pitta dosha. Mm-hmm. That you would mm-hmm. have some pitta dosha in there. And everybody, we all present with all three of them, but we have some of them in a little bit greater quantity than some of the others. Mm-hmm. So okay. we've got that quality as well. Now, the thing to remember with a dosha, actually with all of Ayurveda, is it's like there's the terms that we use, macrocosm, microcosm, which is the macrocosm is all of that around us, all the environment around us. Mm-hmm. So we could look in, and see in other species in other situations where there's a lot of heat and transformation mm-hmm. and we could and then the microcosms when i take it in myself and i start saying oh where do i see those qualities in me 
Mm-hmm. So if I look at the heat, the, the heat and the intensity that comes up with pitta dosha, we might know people who are always really hot. They're always on things. They're always driven. They're always working towards, towards some goal. Maybe they're even hard to be around because they, they burn you out, you know, when you're around mm-hmm. them. And so those would be people who had a lot of pitta in their constitution. But mm-hmm. because we all have movement, I, I like to say, because we all breathe, we have vata. Mm-hmm. Because we have digestion, we have pitta. And because we have a body, we have kapha. Mm-hmm. But the degree it's going to present for someone with a lot of pitta dosha, they're always fixing things. I think of it, um, they've got the ability to see really clearly where they want to go. And one of the challenges they face is they can see all of their obstacles super clearly. And well, I guess that's a good thing, except for the fact that they can mow right through them. You know, <laughs> and if, if you tend to be one of the things they're seeing as an obstacle, they're gonna blow right through you. <laughs> <laughs> um, where vata moves, but often moves without direction. Vata might have this great idea. They're, they're kind of outside the box thinkers. They're dramatic and they, um, they're creative. But okay. they may not always be able to see the steps to get where they want to go. I remember okay. riding in a car with someone who had more Vata. We were stuck in a traffic jam. And they said, if we only had a car that could fly, but everybody else would have to have their regular cars and we could fly over this traffic jam <laughs> and we'd be in this other place. And my pit is just going, that is so dumb because you can't do that. Yeah. But the Vata thinks fantastically. Yeah. yeah. And the pitta is more like, look at this jerk here. <laughs> they're doing, yeah. they're causing my problem. They caused this yeah. traffic jam and um, they're going to be more, angry about it because they see obstacles in a lot of places. What's stopping me from getting from point A to point B would be a real problem for, for Pitta because they get angry about it. They've, they've got more heated emotions. They've got more heat. So I was teaching a class one time to a, a group of people who were just uh, aging out of foster care. So they were just like 18 years old. Mm. And for some reason, for some reason, their counselor thought it was a good idea to bring me in to talk to them about Ayurveda I don't know how it served them at all, but I was talking and I was, I was thinking the whole time, these people, these guys were not interested, not getting it. Pitta would be somebody that's very goal oriented and mm-hmm. gets frustrated when they can't get that uh, goal. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, and they're very uh, driven. I, I, of course, my mental health background is going right away that this sounds like bipolar. <laughs> that's it. Somebody that's very manic is very goal directed and can get very irritated and frustrated when other people aren't at the same level that they're at uh, uh, going forward. And, and that's where a lot of times they get in trouble. You know what's really interesting? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress for a minute because I think this is fascinating. That what you would look at, say you're looking at bipolar, is they mm-hmm. would have a time period when they're going more pitta and goal-driven, yeah. when they're going manic, mm-hmm. and then there's a time period they're going to go more, it's going to be more to kapha, which we haven't talked about, uh-huh. but yeah. more depressive and less active mm-hmm. and less engaged with the goals mm-hmm. and less able to see the direction they want to go and yeah. to self-motivate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when we get into, I know we're not talking about treatment yet, because we're going to yeah, do that, yeah, 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 we're talking yeah, about how yeah, to balance but so then you could say, oh, what could I do for someone who's manic and bipolar? Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring in um, foods and lifestyle and recommendations that will bring that pitta back down. Mm-hmm. Because right now it's too high. 
And then when they get into depressive state, oh, what can I do that's going to elevate that kapha, that's going to get some of that pitta back in there? Mm-hmm. And we kind of want to see with bipolar is they stop going from the shifts, highs, lows, highs, lows, to little little shifts that go high, right. low, high, low. Yeah. Which everybody and, does. Yeah. And so it's, it's a great um, thing to look at that you could identify, oh, a person may go into too much pitta or may go into too much kapha or too much vata. And vata is more like the one they just want to escape. I just want to get mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah. And so then when I pacify the vata. So, yeah, I think that's, I think it's cool. And I love that you bring in the mental health background because mm-hmm. this is what I found in this group of kids was when I thought I wasn't reaching them, they were just trying to figure out what the hell I was talking about. I think they yeah. were going, I hear what now? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And this one guy was sitting in the back, hands, arms crossed across his chest, just totally judgmental in my, my projection was like, oh, he was not getting this. And he says, I've got a question. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. what is it? He goes, how about dogs? And I'm going, what? How about dogs? He goes, like a chihuahua. Seems like a little vata pitta thing going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, yeah. He goes, St. Bernard, that's all kapha, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's getting it. He's got it. He goes like a Doberman, German Shepherd. They're all pitta, right? And it was yeah. just, you know, you could start to see it in other species. And uh-huh. of course, we get to see personalities with dogs. Maybe we mm-hmm. don't think of it. Mm-hmm. But those animals that we see that are really direct, focused, driven, like a bull, mm-hmm. or like, um, think of other, no, a bull's got a lot of form to it, but mm-hmm. like it can be very, it's going to go towards the, towards the target or a bee that might sting you, you know, if mm-hmm. it, it might be a wasp, I think a wasp yeah, is a better, yeah. a better yeah. pitta than a bee. A bee yeah. is, yeah. A bee is yeah. gentle and kind. Well, yeah. And also it's a bonsai effect. You know, <laughs> once they sting you dead, right? That's come true. Back more. Yeah. There's some karma going on there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so when we think of pitta, we can think of those uh, time periods when we ourselves get really hot and focused and driven. Mm-hmm. And those are times when we access more of our pitta dosha. And we might have more pitta in our makeup and we're like that more of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think of this other aspects of pitta because everything, all transformational things. I had this thought this morning before we spoke about we've got a rock that's just going to mm-hmm. sit there and be a rock. And like you said, it's, it doesn't generate fire. So it's probably got some earth to it. Mm-hmm. It is earth. But what if it was a chunk of uranium? <laughs> <laughs> now we've got, it's got the form of the stuff, but it also yeah. has all that energy, the transformational energy, heat mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's, so right. when we look at something, we have to kind of ass- assess you know, one we did with Vata, can it move by itself? Does it move? Is something moving within it? Or is it, is there something where it gets some movement? With the Pitta, we start looking and saying, does it generate its own lighter heat? Okay. I think of when I was a kid, uh, being at the beach one time at night and seeing luminescence where the, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the bacteria or what it is, but it glows when you step on it. Right. So that would have a degree of Pitta. Doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. all Pitta, but it's like everything that releases light or heat. Mm-hmm. has a degree of pitta dosha and the ability to transform in some way, um, whether it's transforming itself or transforming the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, basically that's uh, pitta is pretty much self-driven. It's fire and water and uh, uh, people are very goal oriented and uh, they can get very um, 
frustrated or angry when uh, they get with things that get in the way of what they want to do right and, and their goals yeah mm -hmm. okay okay mm -hmm. so that kind of brings us to an understanding of pitta dosha and i just want to i just want to go back and talk about dosha again the dosha is a general concept mm -hmm. it's about an energy kind of i guess for lack of a better terms or the qualities and we've gone from those pairs of opposites to have understanding of what's the nature of something Mm -hmm. And then they assigned an elemental relationship to it. Right. And then when we took two of those elements together, they made a certain quality that we're now calling a dosha. Okay. So it takes two elements to be a dosha because mm -hmm. dosha is about being in balance. And mm -hmm. it's not just one for things in balance, but the two are in balance with each other. Right. And okay. if one of them goes too high, it kind of throws off the other. And that's where we get. Okay imbalances then, that we'll start to identify as symptoms or mental states like the person Pata, with bipolar yeah. mm -hmm. right. when they get too much fire they've gone where they get into the manic state they've gone too much fire and mm -hmm. so then they go into you know if they're and again this is being driven in that person chemical imbalances i guess yeah yeah is what's doing yeah. it and then it takes away the fire and now they're left mm -hmm. with no fire and they've got this inability to kind of move right and and the uh, uh, peta, it's fire and water that are out of mm -hmm. balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and the water contains the fire a little bit because I always think if someone was just fire, they would just burn themselves up like the human right. torch, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And and is trying to get the two in balance. Mm -hmm. And uh, was was earth involved in that too? Uh, nope. Because no, each no. dosha it's, just has two elements. Each dosha has two elements. Okay, and that's what is out of balance. And then you can have more than one dosha going on at the same time but mm -hmm. uh and the one maybe is more dominant than the other two as far as the uh current indications or the signs yeah. and symptoms okay yeah. Well, yeah i think going back to the dogs like a jack russell terrier is pretty much all air no fire yeah <laughs> yeah and the you know because they're not really aggressive dogs but they're very very active whereas the chihuahuas seem to have both they've yeah. got the vata and the pitta because they've got the movement they're always moving but they can mm -hmm. get aggressive yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. yeah. so I want to add that each person has all five elements. We're made up of all mm -hmm. five elements. So we have all three doshas. Mm -hmm. And like you had mentioned for yourself, like with a history of gastritis, anytime you see itis, you can say oh, it's probably a pitta thing because okay. it's inflammation. Mm -hmm. And only pitta has fire. Mm -hmm. Only vata has air. And so it's like, those are the, the primary. So we look at this, uh, when it's an itis or history of acne, that's also going to go towards pitta and heat. And mm -hmm. so you would have been at those times, you would have had too much pitta. You still had the vata and kapha, but the pitta was it right mm -hmm. in charge. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think that wraps up pitta. Is there anything you'd want to add to that? or? Um, I think I'm getting a good handle on it. Uh, okay. uh, that, that more on a broad base than just adding to uh, pitta. But that uh, um, that the dosha is trying to keep in balance, and it's the different uh, doshas uh, uh, that you're looking at when you're looking at the uh, pairs of opposites to see what is in conflict or what is uh, what's having to be issues. And um, and it's it's sinking in slowly but surely. That's what we're going together. for. Slow and steady <laughs> actually right. makes a big difference. When it's fast, you, you forget. Go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, uh, and then I guess next week we're going to talk about kapha mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's, uh, and it's dosha and what, uh, 
the pairs of opposites are uh, we'll see in the akapha yeah. as well as the uh, elements. Yeah, so kind of like oh. we did today is we had the macrocosm, the outside world, mm -hmm. and how it works okay. with us. And then mm -hmm. if there will be times coming up, we're going to go deep dives, like three or four podcasts on each of the doshas individually. So mm -hmm. you'll really get a good handle on where that is in your body or how it presents for you. Okay, great. Okay, okay I'm looking well, forward to it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jerry. I really appreciate talking to you and I appreciate your insights. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy learning something new. It's uh, <laughs> keeping me young. <laughs> that's <laughs> staving off dementia. That's always the thing. Yeah. Keep learning. Never stop yeah, learning. Right. There you go. <laughs> okay. okay, so thanks everybody for listening. This is Jerry Thompson and Mary Thompson and I, your what now? Mm -hmm. Wishing you good health. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.